does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. I had the great Gene Candy talking about the great uh, Bobby Knight. We've had a lot of that. Any other show that you miss, 1075thefan.com. Download the app wherever you find podcasts. You can do that as well. Obviously, reacting all morning uh, to the news last night. The great Bobby Knight passing uh, away at the age of 83. One of his former players, Tom Geyer, joins us up uh, next on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Tom, good morning, sir. How are you? I am good. I'm doing okay. Thank you for having me on. Well, thank you so much uh, for carving some time out for us. I know it's kind of a a general or a generic question, but the news comes down last night uh, and you find out the passing of Coach Knight. What were your emotions when you found out that news? A lot of sadness. A lot of sadness, but also, you know, you go through a lot of good memories uh, for me in particular, spending almost eight and some odd years with him, um, both in, in Bloomington and down in Lubbock, and go through, this, the, you know, just a lot of fondness for what um, has occurred and, and appreciation for the fact that I was a part of it. So. Again, Tom Geyer's with us here, uh, I believe, out in Colorado. Is that right, Tom? That is, yes. A little cold this morning in Colorado, but yeah, yeah. Thank you. I can imagine. Well, thank you very much for waking up with us and sharing some some thoughts. Uh, let's go back to Lawrence North, if you don't mind, and just uh, you how you viewed Bob Knight and the IU program growing up uh, and how you ended up in Bloomington. Well, I, you know, growing up, I had, uh, especially at Lawrence North, a ton of respect for both uh, the North Carolina program, Dean Smith, with Eric Montross having gone there. And then also in the Indiana program with Coach Knight and uh, Todd Leary had been there, both former Lawrence North players. Uh, you know, as my time at Lawrence North went on and, and there was an interest from Indiana, um, every Indiana kid's dream, I mean, the opportunity to play for, for Coach was uh, something I wasn't going to pass up. And, um, you, you know, to the extent I was pretty good at baseball back then and got drafted out of high school and even my baseball coach in high school was like, no, you're, you're going to go play basketball in Indiana. Uh, I don't care how good you are at baseball. It's, this is Indiana. You can play basketball. So, wonderful. How would you describe – we had Jared Odell on earlier, so I asked him the, the, this question. How would you describe a Bob Knight practice? I would describe it as intense, efficient, um, you know, no-nonsense, very organized – and with lots of purpose. And it's interesting because I got to see it both from the side of being a player and then as a grad assistant at Texas Tech. And, you know, he would write these practice plans on these three-by-five Post-its, Post-it cards. And he he would have maybe two to three words, but those two to three words, you know, were good for 20 to 30 minutes of what he wanted to do. But they were just mental notes for what to do. But – the efficiency and his ability to teach something so complicated and make it simple was uh, was incredible. It was something I was actually thinking about this morning. That just you know his ability to teach was is probably one of his greatest gifts. Tom Geyer with us here on the fan. A couple more minutes as we talk about the passing of Bobby Knight at the age of 83. You mentioned spending time in Lubbock with him. How was he different? Was he different from his time in Bloomington uh, to a couple years later going to Lubbock in Texas Tech? 
I don't know if I would say different. I think there was, um, you know, there was down in Lubbock, there's, it's not the pressure cooker, if you will, that Indiana basketball is. And so I think the the thing that I appreciated and I think, you, you know, coach appreciated too is, that first year there, midway through the year, when those kids kind of started to believe that, hey, you know, we're not so bad. We're, we're, we're a decent basketball team. You know, we were 9-19 and 19 the year before, and uh, we, we can be good. And I think the ability to see those kids achieve was something that it was an expectation in Indiana, which is obviously a great thing, uh, but also the ability to see those kids come through uh, from something they weren't good and take on teams like Oklahoma and Oklahoma State and, and all of that when we started the Big 12 season uh, that first year in Lubbock was uh, – I think it was just different. I, I don't know that it's better or worse. It's just different. So. Okay. Uh, Ellen Product, Tom Geyer, played it at Indiana for Bob Knights uh, before moving on to Texas Tech. Um, Tom, it, as best you can, could you kind of walk us through that summer of 2020 into the month of September – um, I think many times, you know, you were kind of uh, spokesperson is the right word um, for the team throughout all of that kind of turmoil and uncertainty with it. And then you decided to not continue with Mike Davis and Indiana after the Bob Knight firing. Uh, could you walk us through why you did that and just your general emotions during that time? Oh, wow. Uh, it's hard in a couple of minutes, but, um, you know, I think I, I think it all for me started Mother's Day weekend, there was a uh, meeting amongst the board of trustees and the university in Indianapolis, and that kind of started us on down the road to September 10th of of 2000 when ultimately Coach was fired. Um, it was difficult, you know. It was very difficult. I I, I think um, I, I look back at my teammates, and we were all put in a very interesting position as uh, you know, really still kids trying to learn to become men at that point in our lives. Um, and the emotions for me were wide ranging. Um, ultimately, I made the decision to not stay at Indiana. I had just my love for coach and the way things went down. It was it just wasn't it wasn't what I wanted to do. But I have so much respect for the guys who did stay, and you know they did a great job. Obviously, took the university to a Final Four the next year. Um, super proud of, of Kirk Haston and uh, Jared Ole and Dane Fife and those guys uh, staying there. And it, it was hard, though. It, it definitely had an impact on friendships and, and, uh, and an impact on my life for many years. So, you know, going back on February 8th of 2020 was, uh, was an incredible uh, healing experience, I think, um, for a lot of us. Um, and so it's just the beautiful thing to get to go back to Assembly Hall and kind of have that closure uh, moment with those guys. What was it about Coach Knight that, you know, a kid from Lawrence North High School all of a sudden says, hey, I'm coming to Lubbock, Texas with you? (laughs) Well, the thing that I appreciated about him is that he was, there was a lot of discipline. It was hard, but he was fair. And I just loved the way he went about doing things and trying to accomplish uh, greatness. Um, and I, my, I just had such a huge amount of respect for Coach. I, I thought, and, and I really, for me, I thought we had a great chance to have a great team in Indiana and make another run. And obviously, those kids did. Um, but you know, Coach was my guy, and. 
these that was where my loyalty was. I mean, I, the Knight family has been incredibly great to me. Um, I was clearly not the best player, even one of the, not even close to being anywhere near the best player at Indiana. But Coach uh, did so much for my family, Karen, Pat, and Tim. Um, you know, my obviously thoughts and prayers go out to them today, but they, they were just incredibly good to my family. And, you know, that's the part that people don't know about Coach. And even as the guy down towards the end of the bench hanging out with Norm Ellenberger, um, he was, yeah, he just did so much for my family. So, Tom, great stuff. I know it's early for you, and I'm sure a range of emotions as well. So really appreciate you taking some time to join us here. And um, I, I know I speak for Andy and I and our listeners, and uh, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You have a great day, okay?